Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to Buffalo Shots Podcast. Hello again and welcome to another Horror Shots Podcast with me, Casey. Of course, this podcast is brought to you by morbidlybeautiful.com. Your one-stop shop, so to speak, for all things horror in the terms of pop culture. So we have articles, top ten lists, reviews, anything you ever want about horror, mainstream, or niche. It's all there. Like this article that was recently released about Betsy Palmer, the original killer from the Friday the 13th franchise. It's a really well-written piece, and I suggest you go check it out. That's morbidlybeautiful.com. Of course, if you do like what you hear, feel free to drop a review at whatever site you listen to that allows reviews, be it iTunes or Stitcher or whatever other ones you can think of. Every little review helps, and it helps me get noticed a little bit more every single time. And if you have dropped a review in the past, thank you once again. I will read them on the show, good or bad. If you do want to get in contact with me, feel free to hit up my website at horrorshots.com and just go to the contact page. Or if you don't want to do that, you can always hit me up by email at horrorshotspodcast at gmail.com, Twitter at horrorshotspod, Instagram at horrorshotsphotography, or on Facebook at horrorshots. Be sure to like and follow any of the things I just mentioned as well. Now, I hope you enjoyed last week's podcast on the Thunderbird myth and everything to do with said Thunderbird. We're going to move in a little bit of a different direction today. No more Thunderbird. We're still going to look at a myth or a legend or a deity or a spirit, whatever word you want to use to describe the Leshy. And I really hope I'm saying that right, as the Leshy is more or less the forest spirit of the Slavic mythology. So that includes regions around that part of Europe. So Poland, Russia, Czech Republic, Croatia, all sorts of different places and countries and cultures have something similar to the Leshy in maybe not so many names, but very similar nonetheless. Now the name Leshy translates into literally he from the forest. Unless she is a protector of sorts. And that would be the protector of the forests in the Slavic mythology or regions. Leshy is a spirit that rules over the forests and of hunting, and he may be related to the Slavic god Porwit. Again, I may not be saying that right. It could be Porvit. The W can be pronounced in that sort of region as a V to English sometimes. I've kind of given up on getting into semantics and pronunciation of foreign words of a language that I don't speak. I try my best and try not to bastardize anything too much, but I do try to get it right. Just forgive me if I don't say everything exactly as it's meant to be in that language. Native English speaker here, I'm very sorry for that. Now, the Leshy is generally described as a masculine form in a humanoid shape and is able to assume any likeness. So that means he can change his height and his size, his weight, and 
usually maybe even other creatures. It's uncertain, unclear on that one, but I assume that's what that means when it says, assume any likeness. He's also sometimes portrayed with horns, similar to that of a deer, and can be surrounded by packs of wolves and bears. In some accounts, Leshy is described as having a wife and children. He is known by some to have a propensity to lead travelers astray and abduct children as well, so he's not all super great, happy, and fun. He's not just a spirit protector, but he can be a little mischievous at times. Or mischievous. Again, depending on where you're from. But those stories do tend to make Leshy seem like an evil spirit to some. He is, however, also known to have a more neutral disposition towards humans, dependent on the attitudes and behaviors of an individual person or local population towards the forest. Some would therefore describe him as a more temperamental spirit or being, like a fairy. So in other words, don't mess with his home, he won't mess with you. That's kind of the gist I get from that. Now, although Leshy is kind of a lesser-known entity or deity or spirit, again, whatever you want to call him, there is some information available, and I was able to track down some online, of course, and this one comes from mythandlore.blogspot.com. And there's a nice quote at the beginning. A misguided traveler serves as perfect game for Aleshi's evil tricks. As big as a tree or as small as a leaf, these shape-shifting spirits wander the woods, protecting the animals and tormenting the humans. So that obviously comes from somebody who believes that Aleshi is more of an evil or even neutral spirit towards humans. It goes on to say, a Leshy is a spirit of the Slavic forests, and they serve as protectors of the various forests and animals, having a close bond with gray wolves and often being accompanied by bears. They naturally are the form of a large human-looking being, but can shapeshift into any plant or animal. They have long hair and beards made of living grass and vines. In the center of a forest, they are like a giant tree, who camouflage nicely with their long limbs, grassy eyebrows, and no detectable shadows. However, their eyes are always apparent, as they're always very bright green. As they wander away from the center of the forest, they tend to grow smaller. By the time they have reached the forest edge, they're tiny enough to hide under leaves. They can be described also as innocent tricksters. Although Lore describes these spirits as non-evil, they are very mischievous, as they wander around the forests. Most commonly, they will engage in misleading travelers on wrongful paths deeper into the kingdom of trees, but they will eventually let most travelers go. Aleshi has the ability to imitate voices of people familiar to wanderers. They will cry out and get their victims into deeper parts of the forests or even caves. Now, this is something I had to read a couple of times. Being tickled to death by Aleshi has been known to happen. This is most likely because they don't know when, quote-unquote, too much fun is enough, and wind up killing their victims accidentally. It's a new way to go. Just saying. Don't want to die via tickling. Leshies have also been known to remove signs and steal axe heads from woodcutters. This website also gives some pointers on how to escape a leshie should you ever be trapped in his mischievous game of hide-and-seek. If you get lost, sit under a tree and put your clothes on backwards. Put your left shoe on your right foot and a leshy respect will be gained, releasing you from their evil games. I don't know why, but that is apparently a thing. The sign of the cross is often another way to get them to let you go. 
And if all else fails, set the forest ablaze behind you and don't look back. You'll soon be concerned with putting out the fire and will forget why his mischief fell upon your poor soul. Do the opposite of what Smokey Bear had told you all your life. Only you can start forest fires when trapped by a leshy. Anyway, keep that in mind. Don't burn down forests, please. There's also several pacts, apparently, that go around with the leshy. If a person manages to befriend a leshy, they will, in return, receive the secrets of magic. Farmers and shepherds would often make pacts with the leshy to protect their crops and sheep. A common way of attaining a pact is one would offer their cross from around their neck and share communion with the leshy after church, which kind of contradicts how to escape a leshy if you have the sign of the cross. I'm starting to say, think this uh, website is a little bit suspect, but I'm going to continue. It's good fun. It's good entertainment regardless. Uh, leshies have also been known as territorial spirits, and this is a, something I have read on other sites and pieces of information as well. If more than one leshy inhabits a forest, they will fight for territorial rights. The evidence is in the fallen trees scattered about and scared animals. So I guess if you've ever been walking around the Slavic woodlands and you found some trees that were placed funny or seemed to have fallen for no apparent reason, perhaps there was a leshy duel. Some other facts about the leshy is that he controls the mass migration of animals, has blue blood, and a leshy also possesses the ability to make travelers sick. Fortunately, I was also able to find a pretty interesting story titled The Leshy from Slavic Folklore, which is always fun. I always like finding old stories about ancient myths and creatures. This one is by the author William Raston Sheldon. Uh, it doesn't have a time when it was written, but the author was alive between 1828 and 1889, so it's old. We'll give it a couple hundred years. It goes as such. A certain priest's daughter went strolling in the forest one day without having obtained a leaf from her father or mother, and she disappeared utterly. Three years went by. Now in the village in which her parents dwelt, there lived a bold hunter who went daily roaming through the thick woods with his dog and a gun. One day he was going through the forest. All of a sudden his dog began to bark, and the hair of its back bristled up. The sportsman looked and saw laying in the woodland path before him a log, and on the log sat a bast shoe. As he plaited the shoe, he kept looking up at the moon and saying with a menacing gesture, Shine, shine, O bright moon. The sportsman was astounded. How comes it, thinks he, that a shoe looks like that. He's still young, but his hair's gray as a badger's. He only thought these words, but the other replied, as if guessing at what he had meant. Gray am I, being the devil's grandfather. Then the sportsman guessed that he had before him no mere shoe, but a leshy. He leveled his gun, and bang! He let him have it right in the paunch. The leshy groaned and seemed to be going to fall across the log. But directly afterwards, he got up and dragged himself into the thickets. After him ran the dog in pursuit, and after the dog followed the sportsman. He walked and walked and came to a hill. In that hill was a fisher, and in the fisher stood a hut. He entered the hut. There, on a bench, lay the leshy stone dead, 
and by his side a damsel, exclaiming, amid bitter tears, Who now will give me to eat and to drink? Hail, fair maiden, says the hunter, tell me whence thou comest, and whose daughter thou art. Ah, good youth, I know not that myself, any more than if I had seen the free light, never known a father and a mother. Well, get ready as soon as you can. I will take you back to holy Russia. So he took her away with him and brought her out of the forest. And all the way he went along, he cut marks on the trees. Now this damsel had been carried off by the leshy and had lived in his hut for three years. Her clothes were all worn out or had got torn off her back so that she was stark naked. But she wasn't but ashamed. When they reached the village, the sportsman began asking whether there was anyone who had lost a girl. Up came the priest and cried, Why, that's my daughter. Up came running the priest's wife and cried, O thou dear child, where hast thou been so long? I had no hope of ever seeing thee again. But the girl gazed and just blinked with her eyes, understanding nothing. After a time, however, she began slowly to come back to her senses. Then the priest and his wife gave her in marriage to the hunter and rewarded him with all sorts of good things. They went in search of the hut, which she had lived in, while she was with the leshy. Long did they wander about the forest, but that hut they never found. As I mentioned, I love stories more than anything. I am a writer, so a good story really connects with me. That may not have been the best story I've ever written, but to be fair, it was written a long time ago, very short story, and probably translated from Russian into English. Regardless, it was interesting and kind of fascinating about how the Leshy works in that culture. Now, as little known as the Leshy may be, it does have some appearances in popular culture as well. It is a main, well, I don't know a main, I never played the game, but it is an enemy in the Witcher series. And then it did make its way over into the Monster Hunter series as well. So good on it for getting some mainstream attention. But that's what I like about this podcast specifically, and I might be a little bit biased, but I really enjoy the fact that I can find these little somewhat unknown creatures and bring them a little bit more into the limelight. Not everything has to be about Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster or aliens or any sort of specific popular demon. There's a ton of different cultures out there with a ton of different aspects to their societies and their folklores. It's so fascinating to see these parts of the world that I've never been to that I'll probably never get the chance to go to and learn about their histories just by Googling and knowing what to search and finding these fascinating little tidbits of information. So while the Leshy may be a lesser known entity in the overall world of mythology, it doesn't mean it should be overlooked. Now, I hope you did enjoy this podcast. I will be back next week with something new, something different. Don't forget to check out Morbidly Beautiful or anything I've put up in the past. And also, I believe Scaricon is coming up. And that means we'll find out if I did win for best host on the podcast awards that they're holding. Apparently the finalists and the uh, results have been 
concluded, and they're just waiting to be announced at the convention in a couple of weeks. So I'm excited about that. I'm hoping to get Crest from Scaracon on the show. Uh, Our timings have not worked out super great, but I'm really hoping to get him on maybe next week. But until then...